Hello, nerds. Curtis here from the Nerds and Love podcast. Before our episode starts, I want to mention our sponsor today, Adam and Eve. They are the internet's best place for sexy toys and lingerie. Is that ever in dispute? Now, here's the thing. You know, we don't want you going to a creepy store. You go to the creepy store, you got to go in there. People are looking at you like, why is this guy in here? Why is this girl in here? It's kind of awkward, right? Don't get that with Adam and Eve. They ship the item right to your door. Uh, here's the other thing, too. It's super cheap because when you go to Adam and Eve and you get your sex swing or your lingerie or whatever you may want, here's the thing. After you spend $59, you get free shipping. After you spend $17, you get a free gift. That's pretty awesome. And then here's the thing. That first item you put in your cart, when you enter the doors to check out, you get 25% off that. That's incredible. That's awesome value. And it gets you things that you're going to use in your sexy times with whoever your significant other or fling of the week is. So remember, guys, go to adamandeve.com today. Check them out. Buy something cool. and get sexy. Hey, nerds. It's Curtis here from the Nerds and Love podcast. We have a new sponsor, 5-4 Club. What's 5-4 Club? It's a curated box with clothes. And you're thinking, ah, why do I need a curated box with clothes? I can get my clothes from Walmart. Wrong. When you're going for your date, guys... You want to look sharp. How are you going to look sharp? With 5-4 Club. What do they do? Basically, they t- they make a box, put some clothes in it that they think you're going to like. And trust me, you're going to like it. If you don't, well, you can go let them know. They'll help you out. Uh, guess what, guys? You get 50% off your first month with the code T as in Tom, B as in Bravo, 500F as in Frank, Frank. You enter that code, and guess what? You're going to get 50% off your first month. They're going to basically send you, like, a box full of clothes for, like, half the price you normally would have to pay. That's amazing, guys. So you can check out the discount code. It's in any of our posts on our website, 3 Go there. Go check it out. And then um, go get some sexy clothes and uh, your date ready. All right, guys. On with the show. She won't get married because she's never been in love. Annie's really hot. And don't get me wrong, you're cute too, but Andy is like cut from Marvel. He's gorgeous. He's like this beautiful face and this incredible body. And I genuinely don't care that he's kind of lame. For a lot of people, love isn't just a slogan. And if he hits you again, you tell me. I'd be forced to knock his teeth out. I don't think that would be such a good idea. He's big. I'm sorry. It's written into my character to do it, so I do it. What do you mean love? You mean a big lightning bolt to the heart where you can't eat and you can't work and you just run off and get married and make babies. Wait, wait, wait. Don't leave. Don't leave, please. I could use your help. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Good day to you, madam. Have you been single for far too long? Are you out of touch with the dating game? Regardless of your plight, we're here to help. Put your hands together for the crew of the Nerds in Love podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Nerds in Love podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me as always is Carlos. Hello. And Dave. I'm back. You're back, Dave. I think you said that you had to fight your internet service provider for internet. (laughs) The Wi-Fi was dead. The Wi-Fi was dead. Is that like the episode title this week? The Wi-Fi was dead? Just bang it out real quick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, 
but yeah, no, you're back, and it's great having you back. Uh, I'm glad that the internet uh, monsters didn't get to you or anything. Um, Me too. Yeah, so this is Nerds Love, the dating advice show for nerds. If you're turning in for the first time, because I know there's going to be a lot of new listeners this week, so uh, basically, nerds send in, you know, their dating advice questions, and even though we are not anywhere close to qualified, we do our best to answer them. Um, so loading up my notes here. Uh, first email this week is from Norm. Norm, nerds, not norms. Uh, nerds, I31M approached a f- woman, 20-something, at a festival on Sunday and said I'd like to get to know her. It was short and I always feel awkward, but she gave me her name and told me to look her up on Facebook. I later sent her a message and a friend request. Late on Monday, yesterday, uh, she accepted both, uh, but has yet to write anything in response. Currently, I'm trying to focus on my day and I have a busy evening this week, but I really do want to talk with her and get to know her. Obviously, I have the most minimal idea of what's going on in her life slash head. Do I send a follow-up message today, tomorrow? What would I even say at this point? Or do I just have to accept uh, and hope that she's uh, she says something eventually or let it go entirely if she doesn't, Norm? Norm. I think... You should follow up because clearly she does not want to be the first one to initiate. So just send a little, not something like too like over eager, but like just a little, maybe even just like a, Hey, how's it going? Just like a little, a little something. Yeah, exactly. I don't think it hurts to basically say, Hey, um, you know, I'm, you know, I haven't heard from you in a while. I thought it would be cool if we could maybe hang out sometime, you know, you don't have to say anything too eager. I get where you're coming from, but yeah, just something casual, just like, "Hey, what's going on?" You know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she did accept your friend request, right? Yeah. So it's not like uh, she's acknowledged your presence since the last time you spoke. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just, yeah, send a quick follow-up message and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know. Um, plus you've also said that you're busy it's probably safe to assume that maybe she's probably just a little bit busy too so I mean I know even with me sometimes people message me on Facebook or whatever and it's like because I'm just busy or whatever sometimes it takes like a day or two to respond so uh, yeah I wouldn't freak out just because you haven't gotten a response yet or anything just you know send out a message I don't think you need to send out more than one message just send out one and wait for her to respond so um, next email is from Chad. Nerds, I26M, have found it just super rare to find interest in any person. Then all of a sudden, she, 24, pops out of nowhere. A new employee of mine, very impressive, decidedly uh, into me also. We just connect. I work at a corporate business, and it's 100% against the rules, but where is the line? Do you say not no to happiness in your personal life just to do the right thing at work? Chad. Well... If you're, the rules at your work say no, <laughs> probably follow that. Uh, what do you guys think? It depends if Chad is willing to take the hit. Yeah, I guess that's true, right? Because, you know, maybe this job's not the most important job to you. You know, there, I think there was a time in my life where I ended up giving up a job just because I wanted to date someone and the rules were the same thing. Like, you couldn't date coworkers. So I just decided, oh, I'm going to leave this job just because I want to date that girl. Um, so I can kind of see where you're coming from, too, where it's like maybe you just 
think that this person is a right fit for you. Uh, if that's the case, yeah, you're going to have to take the hit on the job. Otherwise, yeah, there's other people out there that you don't work with, so there's that too. <laughs> what do you think, Carlos? Um, I guess, yeah, it just really depends on how much priority you place on the job versus how much priority you place on this potential relationship. Um, there is a very high possibility that you may have to make a choice. I mean, I'm not going to uh, tell you that you should uh, try to break your work's rules, um, but if you really do think the interest with this girl is something that is worth pursuing, I know it's a difficult situation, but yeah, it's a choice you're going to have to make. Yeah. Uh, next up is from Aaron. Nerds, I feel like ever since I was a teenager, I want I have wanted a relationship. For some reason, I just crave that kind of intimacy with someone. I don't like being desperate, but sometimes I find myself acting that way. Now I'm 18, life is good, I'm pursuing a career as a tattooist, and I've recently learned to drive. I'm also working out, which uh, all makes me feel great. I would consider myself a happy and optimistic person most of the time. However, I find myself sometimes depressed at, that I can't turn to someone who loves me and wants to be with me. I know it sounds absolute, sounds absolutely pathetic and I should man up, but I just can't find something to fill the void that is my need for a relationship. I've tried new things, made new friends, but nothing seems to distract me enough. Uh, I've, I'm not very experienced with talking to women or being in a relationship. I've only had two and both were only lasted a couple months. I feel this is the reason I want a relationship for the experience and to boost my ego. Have any of you felt like this and found a way to deal with it? I have. I would appreciate any advice. Aaron. First of all, I've now learned that tattooist is a word. I did not know that. I didn't even know it was a career. He's, he's, Aaron is, Aaron is a, he is making waves for himself. And that's, just you know, like if you're like right now, you're like, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn to drive, I'm gonna work out, and I'm gonna be a tattoo artist, and those are all things that you're showing initiative with. So just, I know it's probably like you said, you're not great at, or you don't have much experience being in a relationship, but just take the initiative. And you said working out makes you feel great, and I'm sure this would make you feel great as well. There's dating apps and sites and mixers, and there's all sorts of things, Aaron. Yeah. You know, who's to say maybe if a cute girl comes in for a tattoo, you can't just, you know, hit her up or something. Maybe just be like, hey, what's up? I like your butterfly tattoo <laughs> or something. I don't know. Um, but I think, you know, we, we all kind of get to that point in our lives sometimes where maybe it's just like you feel kind of, you know, sort of like you're without that companionship. And it can be a really kind of depressing feeling. But I think, uh, A, you should be comfortable by yourself you should never feel like you need to be in a relationship with someone to feel content with life you should at least you should be content with life on your own terms rather than you know being dependent on somebody for that because that's always a recipe for disaster so i think you should really honestly and you know dave kind of touched on this like just work on yourself like if working out makes you feel good and all this other stuff uh you know people get excited for that when they see that you're you know putting in effort and i think it's going to have a positive effect on your life if you start to uh show that sort of enthusiasm and uh you know you're not so much looking for someone in your life but rather you know giving them reason to come to you i guess it's probably just of my point there 
What do you think, Carlos? Um, I think he's probably placing a little bit too much emphasis on the relationship aspect. And I know it's something that you want, and I know it's something that most people want, um, and that's a good thing to want, but there is a lot more um, to your life than just that, um, especially considering your age. Um, you know, if if something does come along, and obviously you do want to put the effort into it, but, you know, if another relationship happens and it doesn't work out, I would probably just try to say don't consider it like the be-all and end-all of your life. It's just one aspect of many. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so maybe just some sort of shifting of priorities will probably improve your overall feeling of how your life is going in the future. Yeah. Next thing was from Jessica. Nerds, well, I just got out of a very unhealthy two-year relationship and it was the best thing I could have done. The way we met was crazy because my friends were going to set us up, but we met on Tinder first. Romantic, right? Anyway, there is this huge void in my life now considering I spent a significant amount of time with this jerk. I will be completely honest that I wanted to download Tinder just to get a little boost to my ego. Not to actually date or anything, but at the same time, I feel for me to feel the want to do something like that tells me I have terrible self-esteem and I'm seeking some sort of validation, which is not good, right? I'm also wondering if I might run into my ex on there even though he says he didn't want to date again and don't know how I would be able to handle that even though I broke up with him and know uh, we cannot and should not be together. Uh, we broke up before and I immediately went to Tinder and it was fun for a minute, but after a minute I f it felt depressing, but I also think uh, that was due to me not being over my ex. I'm in a better place now and over him. What do you think I should do, Jessica? Such <laughs> a loaded email, I feel. There's a lot of moving pieces here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a bit of just like a, a ramble. You know, I feel like the very stock answer, which honestly works for almost everybody, is you should work on yourself before you should put yourself back out there. I just believe that in general, uh, and you know, even just in your case, Jessica, it seems like you have some things to deal with. I mean, if you're not completely 100% confident in going online and dating again, you shouldn't go out there. I mean, I know you say, oh, for my ego or whatever, but you shouldn't, I mean, that's not a good reason to go out there. And also too, if you're not fully ready and a guy meets you and whatever, and you're, and he's a excited for you, you know, if you're not fully available for him, that's going to kind of suck for him too right so there's that as well what do you think dave well i've i think there's nothing wrong with like you said there's like a self-esteem like a little boost to the ego with tinder and that there's nothing wrong with that you just got to be prepared for the fact mm -hmm. that some people on tinder are not going to be they're going to be looking for dating and anything and, and shit like that so you're just gonna there's going to be people who are not there to do what you're doing and just be prepared for that and if you find yourself like getting consumed by swiping right and left then just take a break from tinder again swipe down i don't even know if that's a thing. Yeah, i don't think there's anything wrong with you know taking some time to look at tinder if it's something you want to do but if it's not feeling very fulfilling which is definitely a possibility it seems to be what you were saying then um you know, it's probably not the best thing unless you are, um, unless you feel like you have fully moved on. Yeah. We'll go for it. Um, someone wanted to tackle Sharon's email? I can go for Sharon. Oh. Uh, after no, actually, you, you know Carlos. What, 
Dave, you would read this email, you know what I mean? Because I've, I've been around here for a long time. I've read a lot of emails. <laughs> you're, you're very kind. Chivalry is not dead. Well, he's Canadian, too. That's part of it. Why? <laughs> Nerds. I, 24F, have been hooking up with this guy, 30M, for a few months now. Prior to meeting him, I was in a huge dry spell, so I've been really enjoying his company and the sex, especially without the added stress of an actual relationship. The last time I hooked up with him, however, I woke up the following morning feeling like complete shit. I felt used and objectified by him and overall disgusted with myself for having sex outside of a relationship. Although he did nothing wrong, and I don't even want to commit to somebody right now. Above all, I just feel really isolated and empty. It was so intense that as he was talking to me, my brain couldn't process what he was saying. I just kept nodding and had to struggle to make any conversation. This was a few days ago, and I haven't felt entirely right since. On top of that, I feel extremely insecure about what terrible company I must have been and haven't really spoken with him since. Have any of you overcome this? Any personal advice? Sharon. Yeah, it sounds like hooking up might not be for you, at least. I mean, sounds like... Based on what you're saying, it kind of sounds like, you know, maybe you're wanting something a little more fulfilling in life. So, there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's, you know, natural. But whether you're going to get that from this guy or not, it's hard to say, right? What do you think, Carlos? Um, I mean, again, if it's making you feel that bad, um, it's probably not the best idea to stick around with it. Although, you did say that you weren't entirely sure why like what was the switch Mm. um although again i would just i would never recommend staying in a situation where you feel that way um but it it does seem that the relationship aspect is important to you because you did say that you felt disgusted by the sex outside of relationship and and if that's the way that you personally want it to be that's fine um, it's just, again, if it's making you feel this bad, I can't, con- I can't, uh, recommend staying, sticking around, you know what I mean? Yeah. That it's tough, sense. right? Because I think she's in this middle ground where she wants more, but at the same time, too, she doesn't seem like she fully wants to commit yet. Sort of that yeah. awkward middle ground, almost. Yeah. And what do you think, Dave? I think it's just definitely, like... When I feel like shit, if I drink Sprite, so I don't drink Sprite. Stop mm. drinking Sprite, Sharon. <laughs> yeah, Sprite. Mm. Hear that? You'll be put on trial by Dave. That's my hot tip. Don't, don't drink Sprite. Yep. Is that the new Dave episode tips. title? Don't drink Sprite. <laughs> well, now Sprite's we'll, gonna be mad at us. Will Sprite sue us? I don't think they could. And even then, it would probably give us more publicity than we would would probably be used to that'd be kind of hilarious if like there's like an article being like and sprite today uh is suing three angry nerds for slander would be like oh thanks guys like, what the up. hell is this i've never heard of this everyone just comes and checks out our podcast hey this is the podcast that sprite is suing like we hate sprite too yeah so, you know there you go um but yeah um I guess that's it. I can't really think of what else. Unless anyone else has any other things to chime in. It seems like maybe there's like something like an anxiety problem that maybe it has nothing to do with sex and it just like manifested at the wrong moment, maybe? That 
that could be true too. Uh, yeah, and we got one final email this week. Uh oh. Uh oh. The notes crashed on me. There we go. Uh, Get those notes oh, back. Carlos, do you want to read it? Uh, sure. Okay. Nerds! Just curious because our culture is heavily sex oriented. Is it possible for one to not have sex with their significant other while dating, being exclusive, etc., and still have a healthy, loving relationship? Adrian. Uh, yes, Adrian, this is possible um, because there are people who are asexual who still crave relationships. Um, so, yes, it, it's possible. Yes, it's not very common, but it's not impossible. And there's a lot of, you know, people who follow different religions who, due to their uh, religion, you know, sort of save themselves for marriage. So, I mean, obviously it's something that people can do. It's just, obviously, as you say, our culture is really sex-heavy, so you sort of have to be disciplined enough to not do that. But, I mean, it's always possible. Yep. Yeah. What do you think, Dave? Is it possible? I think it's possible. It's not common but it's like you said there's a, the people who are asexual so it things it can it can be done adrian anything's possible all right thanks for checking out nerds and love uh check out our other podcast three angry nerds uh, also too worth mentioning we're doing a live podcast three angry nerds live there will probably be some component of nerds and love in there too so if you want to check that out all of the information's on social media also, to uh, you know, social media, fun stuff. Rate and review us on iTunes if you can. Google Play, whatever podcast service you use. Uh, let us know how we're doing. If we're doing well, five stars. That's not too much to ask, is it? Exactly. Uh, with that, we'll see you guys next week where we'll answer more of you guys' questions. Bye for now. All right. Bye.